0: As you spend time on Go Wild, you will earn awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, and big discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex. You will even earn $10 just for signing up. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today.
1: All right, this is the White Toe Experience Podcast coming to you hot on a Friday. I got a fresh cup of Joe here. I'm two in and I'm going to be going 90 miles an hour, I think, after this, but we got a garage podcast coming in your ear holes after a little quick update here, because I have done some hunting, I have done some screwing up, and there are a lot of people in the woods, so I'll fill you in on all that, Jazz, but I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate the Patreon members who are joined that team and oh, contributing at a, at a level, and I try to give some oh, undisclosed details, maybe some editing tips, maybe some additional thoughts and details on what I'm pursuing, what's going on behind the scenes. And yeah, appreciate that community. Try to give away, do giveaways on there as well. But let's get to some early season out of state bow hunting. Um, so I made the drive good ways, never been there before. And go to pull into the place, 5 a.m. in the dark. And I see six does crossing the road. And I'm like, noted. Drive a little farther, a couple more, like I, I think a pair. And so I'm like, sweet, we got deer. Good, to, good to see that. Uh, always positive, and this is a cooler day, and it is two warming days essentially to start the the season off. Where like, I don't know if anybody spent time here across the the Midwest or the upper half of the U.S. Like we had a stretch there in late August that was just pleasant, and then this weekend of opening bow hunting, uh, a ninety degree back to back days, limited wind movement. I mean, it was just a scorcher. So a couple deer throwing a dart here in the dark and go in and i'm working let's see here it was was a couple up downs to get in there and coming through this like bottomy type area and i find an oak and a little bit of tracks trails kind of going on another oak and i'm coming around this point and i'm like this this is probably where i want to be at least to start my morning my thought was let's hunt here for an hour or so and if I want it, if the sun comes up and it looks like crap well I got the stick bow I'll go co- you know Comanche mode and, and maybe poke around for 60 yards and come across something better than the original set so sun comes up I kind of like what what's going on and where I can see and what I can shoot but I go to get this cool sh- video shot and literally my camera that was like I thought on my new fluid head was probably not very good on the fluid head I don't know if I had only like got one lip like locked into place and the other side was not but anyways this thing dive bombs drops eight foot because i set low off a rock into a standing puddle and this is the only standing puddle within like 40 50 yards of the creek that i can like see up and down like it was basically a dry creek bank but this like one area under my stand now true i did set there thinking oh if a deer wants water like this is i got water pause for a swig and seara coffee so i get down pull the camera out set it below the base of my tree and climb back up in my stand because it's like prime time and then the camera like wakes up and goes like like the lens is trying to do it's like it's trying to function I'm like swearing at it because I'm like if there's a deer within 15 yards it's like a low wind day like under five like they can definitely hear this so then I got to get down out of my stand again and like pull the battery out and I'm like this thing just sabotaged my whole hunt Poke around for a little bit, find smoke, see some turkeys, whatever. Like not not a crazy thing. Um, no, I di- when I drove in in the dark, there was a shit ton of people and parking, and oh man, I have no- it was seventy eighty percent of what a gun season opener would be, and I'm like, this is I, I get bow hunting and public land is the trends, but uh, I think that is showing I need to buy a piece at this point because it is. Whew, there's some people out there, and I did notice a, a lot of mobile hunting gear on everybody this year. It seems uh, just people I'm running into, they, even if they have like some like muddy or hawk or whatever, like they've got some sort of climbers or even there. Like it's it's definitely noticeable that people are stepping up their mobile hunting game. Um. So midday, I go back to where I saw the deer cross the road in the dark, and I'm doing the drive and on X and like, I tell you what, driving and on Xing is dangerous, hands down. They think texting and driving is dangerous. On Xing and driving, definitely, uh, <laughs> an issue on the roads for hunters. End up pulling into the uh, this piece. There's some other guys there, and I'm kind of like, ah, I don't want to go in there, but there's a lot of room. I'll, you know, I'm going back and forth. Um, do some midday scout night and nothing looked great. I did find, uh, fresh droppings and I said, okay, this might be a decent starting point for the evening. Go back, set camp up and go back in there for an evening hunt hotter than Satan's a-hole and no deer movement to the last 30 minutes. Saw two does. I don't know where they came from, how they got there. They just popped out at like 50 yards. And my thought was, I think instead of throwing another dart, like I found some deer I did jump a deer too on the way in, I should say that, Uh, and so I'm like, okay, and I found a scrape that was opened up, so the oaks in this particular hillside were falling, but not as good as where I was in the morning, but I, I had piles of deer shit on this like little section, I had an edge, I had a scrape that wasn't terribly far away, it was like, and I saw like jumped a deer, so it's like, okay, I think I'd be foolish not to hunt here, So the evening comes and goes and I get, I actually decide I'm going to leave the stand. And I tell you what, I hunted with the two stick, the Comanche bow, two sticks and the eighters. And man, I got like 15 foot on this second sit. It was nice. Also, it was nice for like, I was sitting both days. I sat like midday, one stick high or or eight foot off the ground ish. And I, because I had that built in double step eighter, I could literally just put one stick on the tree and get the stand up. And so it was a very quick, easy process. I was a huge fan of that going on. Pause for a Swiggin's here of coffee. Uh, You know what? I've been doing... We're going to go on a semi-tangent here. I've been doing some intermittent fasting where I don't uh, put milk in my coffee on a couple days and I don't either... Lunch is my first meal of the day or I try and push a late lunch or even sometimes I've done a couple 24-hour like dinner-to-dinner type fast. And when I don't have the coffee or when I don't have the milk in the coffee, I definitely notice like... It's not as like warm and fuzzy feeling going like it's just not as comforting. It's not as good. It's not as hitting what I need at that time, if you will. All right, back to the hunt. So I go in there in the morning stupid early. And this is where I do notice like the small stand difference where I got the really small stand. And in the dark, your spatial awareness, your foot awareness on the platform is not as good. And so, I noticed that uh, this is definitely a smaller tree stand than what I've run in the last couple years. Now, I loved it when I was scouting around hunting with it, um, even evening hunts. Like didn't necessarily feel too, too tight up there with a size 11 boot. But here in the dark, I'm like, okay, if I go for a morning hunt, I might grab the slightly bigger stand if I'm going to be in the dark for 45 minutes to an hour before uh, legal shooting. And the sun comes up and I hear some blowing, and it's, like, 7, like, 15, like, it's legal, and you can see with your human eye, like, hundreds of yards in the woods, I look behind me, and I, I see a deer coming up perfectly, like, perpendicular, no, paralleling this edge, probably going to pass by the stand within 20 yards, not sure if they're going to take, like, the 15-yard trail, or maybe a 25, like, there's a few. um it's got such a distance to cover it can go anywhere still but i'm grabbing the bow my heart is elevated because i am full send on a doe i am full send on a racked buck and it gets to about 25 and i can hear something i look up and here's two dudes and headlamps coming in like well into legal And i'm just like oh no and this deer is definitely starting to pick up that something's going on up top and i do discover it's got spikes and it's got like four inch velvet spikes and so at this point i'm not shooting it It, it, although my heart like i mean i was i was ready i went into kill mode like excitement but the headlamps obviously the deer ends up spooking i capture that on video i will put this on youtube fyi and so you can check that out for sure scatters down the hill uh, I flag the two hunters down. I put my red headlamp on to kind of signal them, so I don't have to shout as much. Um, somewhat petite. I, in my head, I think about this public land rule of if trucks are at the trailhead and you are there after sunrise, you may not be permitted in until two hours after sunrise. <laughs> I think that would be, I think that'd be a good thing, right? Like if you're not early, you know, sayonara. You got to go to an empty parking lot. Pause for us, Wiggins. So I'm you know, I kinda think that was my chance or that was the opportunity. I elect to hunt for the next hour or so. But uh, thirty minutes later, I look up and I can see a deer coming my way at about forty yards, and I don't know what it is. I see a tree that it's kinda gonna pass behind and the trail is it is on is headed to like seven yards, but I've got like this maple cluster and I'm like debating on how I could shoot it. Maybe I take the gap a little earlier where before it gets behind this. Anyways. I stand up when its head goes behind a tree, solid, get the bow, get turned, and now I can see it's a rack. And if I had to put an inch mark on it, let's call it 100 inches plus or minus, like solid, I can't remember, 8 or 10, but a little better frame, and it it does what deer do, bucks do, especially. Like, it's unsure, it's a little more open there. It stands there for two minutes, 25-ish yards now. And I'm just like... Oh man, like I'm worked up. Like I am tickers running. I'm an elevated heart rate. I'm worked up. I tell myself, I got to calm down. Got to not look at him. I got my hand on my bow, so that's good. I thought I pushed record on the GoPro um, that's on the bow, but I, I maybe I double punched it. I didn't watch for the screen to change, so that's a learning lesson there, I guess. But I see him stand there for like two minutes. Finally, he flicks his tail and he takes a few more steps, and he's like, straight on to me and i should say this like people talk about all oh, like I could have killed him at two times at 25 yards he turns his head away from me he's slightly above me on the hill facing straight at me but twice he licks his backside with you know taking his eyes in the complete opposite direction but he's 25 yards so that is not a stick bow shot for me but in a compound i would have drawn and just laser beamed him because he's like eye level with me like he's He's not like a downward angle shot. Like his vitals are are there to take. So at this point, he works to this dead tree and starts rubbing his fuzz. And I can remember saying, dude, do not rub your velvet off. I'm trying to shoot you in velvet. And then he goes left and he's probably 18-ish yards and there's a pretty good gap. And I kind of saw it late. And I go to move and draw and this effing deer looks right at me and runs. Like no pause. Looks identifies within a half a second, and bounds away. Now he's out there 35-40. The game is over. My chance is ruined. And what did I learn, I guess? Uh, There was low wind. I do think he knew... Like I just think sometimes they pick up that sixth sense, and I think I beat it. But I kind of rushed once he turned broadside. Maybe my movement was way more erratic and not slow at that point i think if i had drawn the bow slowly i could have got it back the other option would be to play it out so he's 18 yards and now he went to go downhill now true he, he could have skirted back out to 25 yards based on like uh some maple foliage that was 12 foot off the ground like he could have, and that the oak was maybe angled away but then he also might have popped out at like seven or eight yards coin flip there on on what i should have done should i have maybe drawn slow and taking the 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 first shot I had or should I have played it out to potentially get an even greater opportunity but bottom line yeah learned a few things there knocked the dust off a couple debacles I sat low um, by water late in the day and I'll tell you what I had full intentions of whacking a squirrel with the stick bow but every squirrel I saw was still running around in the treetops I don't think there was very many uh, nuts on the ground for them them squirrels and I noticed this too uh, the deer, if, if you're hunting timber in September, that's before any of the leaves drop. And uh, the woods were quiet. Like the deer I ended up seeing and moving, I was all visual based. It was never I heard something, turned and looked, and here's a deer. So I don't know. It was just something I, I picked up on while hunting. Like, hey, I can't hear these deer. And hey, all these squirrels are up in the air for the most part. A uh, couple things you just learned from being in the woods, I guess. But. This uh, particular podcast, Garage Cast, with everybody. Uh, if you listen to the last episode on, on a little more gear talk, this one's a little more goals, expectations, changes. Uh, just a good BS sesh. Guys got a little loose. We had some some garage beers flowing, some twisted teas, and yeah, it was it was a good time for sure. Appreciate you guys listening. Enjoy the pod. All right, Whitetail Experience Podcast Garage Cast. This is going to be part two. We're going to cut the first segment and use that as a different day. This is probably going to go out a different week. we got the full crowd minus Dave. We're in the garage, so if you hear some extra noise, uh, somebody may rip by on a motorcycle, a dog may puke in the corner. It's just part of it.
0: Andy may puke in the corner.
1: Andy may puke. we a cu- couple twisted tees in. Two tall boy twisted tees
2: And a little guy, like four deep.
1: What's that, your favorite twisted T? Probably
2: the raspberry. See, I like the half and half. Like the Dude. honor palmer, the lemonade. Yeah, I'm twisted. half and half myself. Oh, I like the raspberry than that, uh, rock that bomb pop. But they took the raspberry out and replaced it with the bomb pop. Mm. So that's a bullshit.
1: Dustin, you uh, in or bro. out on twisted teas? Uh, I don't like tea. Zoe, Tw- tea's pretty good. Twisted tea you're in. Yeah. And you, Rick, you surprising me. What's that? You're in on
3: twisted teas? Uh yeah on on when I'm off a diet. Yeah when you when you <laughs> when you're eating dirty.
1: <laughs> What's you the know they make day? a light? You know they make a light? Do yeah. that. It, oh, it's good. That's okay. really, really good. It's oh, yeah, 4% yeah. versus the others are 5 And then they got that blue razz that's so like 8 I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, that's at the gas station right up the way. Oh, I'll be stopping there. <laughs> yeah.
2: The light's really good, though. Had yeah, it this, last uh, week.
3: this new little... I've been on this uh, diet now for like maybe 10 months. Um, cleaning it up slowly as I go. I used to do bodybuilding, so uh, I'm pretty familiar with how my body loses the weight and how it reacts. And I'm telling you, getting old sucks. I'm fighting 40. Our hashtag you know, fight 40. Fight 40. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely not as easy as it was uh, because I could get shredded in 13 weeks, and now it's like I, I need to diet a little slower so it lasts longer. But uh, I really think, like I was telling Austin last week, I, I think this is going to be a new life journey for me. I think it's just the the direction I want to take myself, stay away from sugar, because once, now that I haven't had sugar and, and the stuff that I used to like, I don't crave it anymore. Now I crave steak, I crave chicken.
1: Dude, yeah, you know, like, the only uh, dirty eating I eat is beer. Yeah. And yeah. then, I don't mean me wrong, I like pizza. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I used to like a donut every now and then. Yeah. I don't crave sweets hardly at all, but, like, I do like, I do like beer. Yeah. Or... I like catching little buzz. And, like, and, I like drinking some beers. I like tinkering in yeah. the garage with my honey stuff well, and drinking well, I was beer,
3: a, so. I was a bad uh, midnight snacker. Okay, okay, because I had a little chihuahua and he liked to get up and pee in the middle of the night. Uh, so I'd have to let him out. You know, it'd be it'd be one a one a.m. and I'd stop by the fridge, give him a little piece of cheese, and I'd you know get me a spoonful of peanut butter or you know something. You know, okay. uh, I'm a sucker for those uh, sugar wafers pink ones it's, a, it's a childhood ones. comfort food for yeah. me is those pink sugar wafers man so you know i take one of them go back up go back to bed and it's like a couple years of doing that it catches up to you yeah. you know so, so what's the uh main reason you're going on a diet for uh i i honestly just i got away from looking how i wanted to look in the mirror man you yeah. know and it's not really like you know, I, I, yeah, I take pictures and stuff on, on Instagram just because I'm proud of myself. But really, I want to look good brushing my teeth in the morning. I want to like who I see in the mirror in the morning when I brush my teeth. I don't want to look at me like, oh, that's a piece yeah. of shit. What are you doing with yourself? You know, because I, I, I have a few family members, and if they're listening, sorry, guys. But you have let yourself go. Your health is going down the hill, and it sucks. And I, I, I'm, me being your, your family member, now I have to deal with it, you yeah. know, Uh A lot of times we do. Our family gets in bad health because of their bad decisions. You know, I don't want to, the people behind me, I don't want to put them in that situation. So I'm trying to live a better, healthier life for everybody around me. And I feel like, you know, it's going to project onto my friends as well. Just like, you know, me and you, we have a push-up competition going between the two of us. I don't think anybody's heard about that. Me
1: and Byron. We we just push each other. Yeah. Like, you're like, hey, I'm I'm trying to do... 100 pushups as fast as I can, yes. and I remember, you know, I was like, all right, well, i tried try to. We did yep. the same thing with the cold, uh, the, the iceplugs. Iceplugs. With Tom. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, well, let, let, let's, buy them and try it.
3: Exactly. Yep. And, uh, you know, I think mm-hmm. Byron, you're getting under two minutes now with your 100 pushups. Which yeah. is solid. Yeah. And, uh, I was pretty quick myself with a hundred pushups, but Byron kinda, I, I was like, Byron, I don't think I can get any better.
1: And I and looked, up then, then looked up the world record. Then looked up the
3: world record. A guy got 140 pushups in
1: in a minute. In a minute. Oh god!
3: And it's like, all right, I got
1: some work to do. <laughs> yeah. But it, but but I said I was like Rick, like you're probably in the top like one percent of push-up guys for fast, long ups. Like yeah, it's just like like if I go out and run miles, like okay, I might you know run some sub six miles, but like for me to run like a four, it's it's mm-hmm. you know I would have to. I don't even know if that that would be in the cards. Yeah. But, you know, a sub-six mile is going to outrun 99% of people in the world. Yeah. I'll guarantee it. Um, But, yeah, so this podcast, we wanted to shoot, like, 25-minute BS about, like, goals, expectations, anything we're doing new, anything we want to change, any focus points. But this will probably air. I might be hunting... You might be on a Western trip. This is probably air mid-December, or September. We're recording this uh, mid-August. Yeah. But uh, I think we go around. We got the full slate of of guys here. Let's just go goals, expectations, thoughts, bullshit about, like, what we want to do this year. Zoe, you're going to kick it off, my man. Oh, all right. Um,
4: My biggest thing, I just want to get back in the woods. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel like family has, I've kind of put myself on the back burner, just personally. Yeah. So, just like the things I've wanted to do.
1: Yeah. Do so, you have a number of days you want to hit in the woods?
4: I want hit like 10. I think 10 is realistic.
1: Because you've been zero
4: for two years. 100% zero. So and did, think, didn't you shoot that buck the year before? Yeah. And you hunted hard that year. Yeah. That was a lot of mornings, a lot of evenings. Where did of, you shoot the buck at? His place. place. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Was you with him? We had a debacle. We had two bucks come in. Yeah. I was looking at this buck 50, 60 yards up the hill. One came in right behind we were in a giant tree. This is the worst part about hunting in a big tree. Your cameraman and your dude can't be on the same thing. All of a sudden I hear a ting and I look over and Zoe is full draw the wrong side of the tree from the buck I'm trying to like <laughs> yeah. debate on collar. Yeah. And I'm like, his cam's backwards. It's a totally I'm cameraman. <laughs> what? Is a totally different deer, right? Totally different deer. Yeah. And then, so, so I look over, and his bow is literally pointing to 180 degrees of the deer, the buck I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. And we'd seen like two or three deer that morning, like yeah. it was on fire. The woods were on fire. Yeah. And I'm like, "What is he pointing the wrong way for?" And he smacks this like 120 inch, like two and a half, like like deer, but it runs away. It's just full times. I'm like, "So just smoked a like 130
4: inch buck, yeah." And like. We were pumped as shit. First buck. First buck. And then watching it fall. Yeah, it, it fell it, like it, 50 yards. Was, I did it. Nice. It could see it from the stand just wobbling. On the log, wobbled. It was kind of cool. Nice. And That's I awesome. even asked him, I was like, You want it? He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, there. I'm videoing the deer <laughs> up the hill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear the
1: ting of the back stop. Yeah. And I look over, his bud's 180. Like, what is he doing? I guess he'd come like direct. And it was a giant tree, right? So I couldn't see fully what he could see. Yeah. Um, yeah, it crazy. doesn't matter. Deer's dead. Yeah. So. And you got a euro mounted, like, professionally. Like, it's yeah. sweet. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. So you want to get in the woods ten times? Ten times. I think that's a good number. I think start a season to end,
4: right? or With right. a heavy influence on the rut. Yeah, heavy influence. Like, probably
3: six, five to six, four. Are you, uh, you staying on the weekends? Are you going to take a day off
4: of work? So right now, I use all my PTO. Okay. So... If there's a holiday in there, I'll go ahead and take that. I yeah. think I get Thanksgiving off this year or Christmas, so I'll be doing that. Right, cool. Shooting um, the first rack buck you see. Anything. Dough. Yeah. So anything but a fluff. Anything but a fluff. Okay. And even then, they might. might watch <laughs> out! I'm just trying to yeah. get anything. Yeah. So I love So just get it. some kills under under my belt. Yeah. Got a few. Nothing crazy. But get in there about about ten times. Yeah. Um, Hunt your mom's if you get a south wind on the yeah. the jump spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Kind of did a little bit of maintenance there. So, kind of clear up a, a few of the lanes and, and see how that goes.
1: You gonna tackle some, some big woods with me? If I have? Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, Zoe and I have, uh, like, rewind five years ago, early whitetail experience. Like, we hunted a decent amount together. Where let's go hunt this piece. And like, we might meet for a little bit and then we go hunt, like, just separate areas or we both go down a trailhead together or yeah. start into a hillside together. But like, mm-hmm. that that's kind of fun.
4: Yeah. Even just just the the you know the the bonding that you do like with your friends you know, know what I mean, I mean? that's a, that's what this all oh, that's about. the best part yeah. like you know meeting up at the tailgate hey look look what I got or just even calling each other with your, on your drive home like oh hey I saw this stuff yeah that's super cool yeah
3: Byron was the first guy that I called when I shot my buck last year man I about fell out of the tree stand talking to him I was like <laughs> I, I don't even know what I said I, <laughs> it was it was <laughs> insane though dude I was like man I was just so pumped yeah. dude it's the it was the best feeling because it had been a couple of years since I was able to do that man. yeah, you know, yeah it's, a big it's, one the, the worst thing is though is when you call a, a somebody who you think
1: is a buddy and they don't pick up right <laughs> so it, it's so funny when, like when you watch your phone in the fall like one we we mostly know when each other's hunting yeah like I'll text Andy on a Saturday he'll be like going hunting let's say it's uh, October 17th maybe I got a kid dude I'll be like Andy Text me or call me if you don't shoot something so then I can drink a beer or whatever and watch a football game because I I might have to come recover. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I can't be five beers in and be like, Andy, I can't come help. Can't drive. Yeah. yeah. Can't drive. (laughs) But, yeah, dude, I love the the camaraderie aspect of of the fall, the calls, the texts, i seen this, or look at this buck I got on cam. I I love that shit. Yeah. Dustin, what about you, man? Goals, expectations, thoughts on the year? Uh, so I'm going to
0: try and get back to hunting out of state. Um, I'm going to try and hunt Indiana again this year. Uh, I haven't done that in two years, at least two years, maybe even three. Um, I focused mainly on Ohio. Um, <clears throat> really want to shoot a doe early again. That's always, it's always a goal of mine. I mean, early season, whack a doe, get it out of the way, get that kill under my belt for later in the year mm-hmm. that big buck walks in. I, I, I've already got one kill in my belt um, I'm, a, I'm I'm gonna scout a couple new pieces uh, hope to just find something on any of those pieces honestly um,
1: do you do you think hunting a new piece or going in year two where you already got information you already got a season under your belt like I feel like if I'm sitting here coaching I'm like dude I don't know like you're starting from grounds like level zero but you already got a year of experience over here. Well, so
0: I will still hunt my old piece, There's not, I guess not the old piece, but the, the piece I hunted last year, I just probably won't hunt as much. much. That hour and a half commute, it's got mm-hmm. to be a lot. I mean, like everybody, I mean- Everybody does hour, that. Yeah, out, drive an hour and a half, I mean, come November, it's like, fuck, do I really wanna get out of bed and do this. So uh, I'm trying, I'm focusing on a couple pieces closer, that way I can hunt those and then drive that long, you know, drive if it need be. Yeah, uh, those I mean, others
1: are shit. Then yeah. You can, yeah, you can abandon But yeah, anytime you can shorten the drive, I get it. So yeah,
0: I'm trying to shorten the drive a couple, or just got a couple, you know, closer pieces. Um, I really want to get the kids out. My son's been asking me for three years now to go. So I might just take him and sit by the house. Obviously, my daughter killed a good one a few years ago. want to get her back out to, you know, she missed the dough last year. To get her back out there and, you know, get her back in there. That way she's not losing interest. Um... I really, I mean, just just hunt as much as I can.
1: Yeah. Uh, the kids, you got them a, a crossbow to hunt with. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Your daughter missed with the gun. Yeah, I she remember, she missed, I remember yeah. it. What she
0: kill the stud with? She uh with the 350 Legend. She yeah. The gun during uh, youth season here in Ohio. Do you you do you also take the 350? I do. Do you have a different well, stock? So I did. I, I took the 350 uh, when I had a private piece. Going public, I, I carried last year when we did our. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, meet up. I carried the 350 in the morning. Yeah, and it fucking sucks. So I why? No, no, no. I'm serious. Just, just the simple. It's a bolt action, so yeah. I'm not used to bolt actions. With you know straight wall white rifles being newer in no. Ohio, I'm used to that pump. So if I shoot, I gotta oh. try and figure out how to, you know, rack another shell. So I'm, I, I'm just not used to the gun yet. Yeah, um,
2: yeah. It puts you on blast. You missed one last. Year. I did. I did. Yeah. What, what, did, you, did you miss it? That A Bob? That was the one that Ben shot. Ben shot. Yeah, it was. I was so, thinking when we did the drive when I killed, but no, it was yeah, the that one was Ben one shot. Yeah, it was the
0: one that shot. Oh, uh, yeah. I just crested this hill. They dropped me off to go sit, and I just crested this hill. Because that
1: was the A spot to be. I don't know if you knew that on that drive. Gotcha. I thought whoever was going to kill a nice one was going to be on that A yes. spot. Yeah, uh, I walked, I walked about seventy-five yards. I heard
2: gunshots. Somebody shot. Quit.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah, I yeah, yeah. Because that that particular spot, I feel like if you that whole hillside, uh-huh. I feel like that's the spot to be at. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. If if the deer drop low, I feel like they end up there. And yeah. if they do run high, there's still a chance they end up there just based on how. Well, I say you can.
0: I can see when I stand there. You can just kind of see how the hill rolls down that way. Mm-hmm. It looks like you need just natural funnel. Drive
1: rolling. one. I, I felt like it was a crap shoot if anybody shoots something. Um, all yeah, right, I, right, I, right. that
0: was that. I carried the three fifty for that yeah. that drive, and it was just I don't know. It's, it's scoped, yeah. so I mean, I felt like you know pulling so, up, trying to shoot quick. I wasn't going to get in scope, so that's why I, I tossed the three fifty in the truck and just went with the open sight plug. You see, they
1: right. got a four hundred legend now. Yeah. Well, I, if that sticks around, I, I might look heavy at that because. uh. You know, I don't have the 870 rifle barrel for mm-hmm. my 870. Um, and Brody's going to need a gun. And, like, I know, like, Mossberg and a few of the manufacturers make a three fifty with, like, adjustable stocks. Yeah. So, but, yes, the answer, no, I don't. We, so, it's the
0: same, it's a, uh, just carbon, or not carbon, but a, uh, what do I look
4: for here? Composite? Composite, like, composite stock, yes. Okay.
0: Um, but she shoots out of uh, bog pod. Yeah. So, really, she's just resting... The gun on her shoulder. Yeah, she's not. She don't have to hold it much. That's um, nice.
1: The guns are heavy for kids. They are. Yeah, crossbows oh, are heavy. And I didn't say crossbow. She
0: she crossbow. Oh, she buck. like seven or eight. Right? She's seven. Yeah, years. she's yeah. little too. And I she she killed the, She killed that buck when she was five. That was yeah. the first year. Hammer then, buck.
1: Like yeah. for the listening audience, like a heavy thirties, right? A 145 plus oh, yeah, one forty five. But like six and a half inch baseball. buck. Yeah, a like,
3: pitcher, She looked tiny behind yeah. it. thing. <laughs> yeah, one forty five is what scored.
1: Yeah, and you he didn't try been. to do. You went to the opposite end of the farm. Yeah, I remember he'd listen to yeah, the story. So I, I, like yeah, I, you did not try and set her up on a deer. Correct. You were you were hunting the opposite end, and here he comes. comes. Yeah, this this bucket just
0: showed up like a week prior to youth season. Um, and the other guy that's on that farm said, "Hey, I've got a small buck coming into the corn pile over here. You know, bring her over here. You know, he's shooting out my blind. Yeah, yeah, yep. so."
2: Yeah, they we remember went,
0: uh, went over there, sat up, and seven thirty in the morning, this buck comes strolling in. <laughs> so, and I couldn't tell yeah. her no, right? I like, mean, what are you gonna do? They yeah. yeah. move over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, she was sleeping. Yeah, because I mean, like it had only been daylight for maybe thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. And she was sleeping, so I had to wake her up. And I, I, I contemplated not waking her up. What, I like, uh, I can't not wake her up. <laughs> I can't not wake her up. That was a good one.
2: Was that during youth season or her yeah, right, gun it was season? Youth season. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember what season I do remember she killed though. Yeah, with you seasons usually here in Ohio like the third week in November. Yeah, right
0: before our, our yeah. season. Yeah. Second, third week in November. So
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Big A, goals, thoughts, expectations.
2: Uh obviously main goal is to shoot a buck. One I'm gonna go one thirties plus. Um, I had a big eight last year on camera, but he it, would be nice to kill if he made it. Uh the hook buck that was on camera. He's actually on our Instagram scraping. You got a video of him. was like back to back. Like a kind yep. of flip flop. Yep. If he made it, he'd be a good one. But uh, this is a goal like I've kind of thought about the last two, couple years maybe. Out of left field. I want to kill a deer with each weapon. My longbow. Which I don't shoot that much. I need to shoot it. Longbow. Compound. Uh, crossbow. I would need to get a new string on it inside of then And then shotgun and muzzleloader. Five All in deer. the same year. All in the same year.
1: What is that? Five, six deer? Five deer. So you gotta go different counties. Yep, different. The yeah, is no the problem. Com- you
2: gotta kill a buck with one of the vertical bows. All on film, right? All on film. No. <laughs> yeah, we'll oh. see. <laughs>
1: <Man>. But uh <laughs>
2: That's five weird. five different weapons, I don't know. It'd be cool to do. Yeah. Just to just to do it. Obviously, guns are going to be a lot more easier. And shot, yeah, shotgun, muzzleloader. So my hunting, crossbow, yeah, my, five,
1: five good. Five my hunting good. mentor, a guy who got me introduced, was, was Gary Yager, and they called it the Penta Kill season. And he killed a buck with a uh, a compound in like November. Yeah. And the rest of us still had tags, and he kept hunting. And he killed a deer, uh, killed a doe with a crossbow, and then killed two does with a muzzleloader that year. He almost like yeah, he almost got four different weapons same, same year, and. Uh, That is cool. I thought about it last year, but like... But the crossbow is like not not a big deal to me.
2: No. You could toss that one aside in in that list. I have a crossbow from 2007, a Horton Summit 150. You're talking 30-yard max range. I
3: could get you... I I tell you, my cousin's got an old uh, wooden crossbow with wooden limbs and, and also uh, it's actually dude it, sort of looks like a, it looks like it you know, looks like a two like body yeah, it's medieval a medieval times. dude it would shoot and, and the trigger three. is metal and it hangs down about that low and you almost have to use two fingers to shoot this thing. Dude, yeah I'd be impressed if you killed one with yeah, that. Yeah you know. They're Here my, we on
1: my, this. my crossbow <laughs> no, is different. No, no, take the crossbow but, out, put your no. handgun. Yeah. A hand, I would always go. like, yeah, hand gun would be sick. Well, like, get yeah. you either a wheel gun that's or dude, I got a 1911. Like, that's technically what is digital. it? Five, five, five inch barrel, barrel and, and it's got to be X number of calibers. Or you whatever. got a
3: five inch barrel 1911? I do, I think it's you use 10 millimeter, right? 10, millimeter, 10 millimeter, millimeter. If you get a five yeah. inch barrel, I think you're full. Yeah, you, you got out. the same one day pass, yeah.
2: Oh,
4: okay, yeah, so it's too I mean. small, yeah. So Dude, you dude, got a five-inch barrel. I do got, got a
1: five-inch. It, dude, it's fucking accurate. Well, yeah, man. Go. Like, me and the, the stick bow in the 1911 about got the same range. Like, it's like 15, 20 yards. Like, I've hit some. I got that steel plate out back. Yeah. I step back like 15, 20 yards with it and hit it, and I'm like, I'm it with this thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, just All be cool to do.
1: Oh, yeah. Multiple just weapons. Um, sounds like you got some repeat hit listers. Yeah, at least uh, uh Coming back, back to the, the stand life, of life
2: instead of the... Yep. Uh, stick bow, yes, no? Yes. I need to... It's, that's another thing, too. Like, I have it, and I just need to get, I need to shoot it. Because last year, you went stick bow late season. Late season, yeah. Did you? I shot about, I don't know, 50 times in my basement for a few days, and then went out and hunted with it. And I had one at 12 yards coming in, but I had a little uh, the Osmo action on my head. Yeah, and I didn't think it stuck out, but I took a selfie and you could definitely see it sticking out. So just that skimmer? Yeah, you put a piece of tape over the. Uh, I didn't. Red? But this year, I, if I have it on my head, it's going to be camo.
1: Oh yeah, dude. No, like I, I think you got like I have a mount and I put a big old piece of tape over that red blinky light because yeah. I'm like sabotage. But it
2: know. was, uh, it was snow on the ground. You're talking. It was probably ten yards away, and I was sitting in some some brush, and it was a clearing to my left. And she came right there and was like, "My, I mean, it was crazy. Like, I was, adrenaline uh, was pumping.
1: Because you're talking 12 yards. Yeah, I,
2: yeah. I was 100% confident I could hit the deer. Just, yeah. And then, as she seen Yeah, it, like it. a
1: stick bow, like, I feel like once you pick it up, you can shoot 10 yards.
2: Yeah, yep. Yeah. You, like you, you shoot a little bit. You shoot, you shoot a little bit. Completely. You can shoot
1: 10 yards. But, like,
2: 15, 20 is probably a different ballgame. Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Okay.
2: But it was, it was crazy seeing them that close. Yeah. I seen a lot of deer that evening, too, and just... A couple of them was was close, but they didn't. They seen me. Man, it was on the ground too, so it was a little
1: different. All right, anything else? No, I don't think so. All
2: right. Hopefully, yeah, I'll shoot a big one this year. We'll see, big one like Rick's and big one like Rick. Rick. <laughs>
1: You're up. You got the Western trip. Oh yeah. You killed a mega mm-hmm. giant last year. Got a lot to live up to. Don't I? Okay. So, so, <laughs> so, so breakdown down. expectations. Yeah. Goals. What, what do you well,
3: got? You know, for for going out west, I have very low standards. Uh, I my I just want to hear an elk. I want to hear it. You know, I've watched so many YouTube videos of these bugling bulls and just uh, you know they're ripping and roaring. That's what I want to experience. I want to hear that out in the wild. And then, you know, of course, my I want to shoot a legal bull. I don't want anything special. It's just got to be a legal bull. Uh, if it comes down to the last couple of days, me and Dave's discussed, we will kill a cow if we have to, okay. just to bring on some meat and guarantee something in the freezer.
1: You, okay, Dave and you I, uh, we called his buddy, Wade, who's killed a couple of DIYs. Yeah,
3: milk. yeah. Yeah, Wade went with us to the bow shoot. I talked to him. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do
1: you have, a, like, a range from the truck that you would shoot a cow? Like, Wayne, I said, if you're over two miles, we ain't shooting no cow. Yeah. <laughs> <say it>. Dave <laughs> was like, "Dude, I'll shoot a cow yeah.
2: five miles back." Yeah,
3: I'm hoping Dave <laughs> don't do that because I'm with, I'm with him, <laughs> so I'll be the one suffering for that one. But uh, I'm with you about two two and a half miles. It shouldn't be no problem killing a cow, you know, because we got three guys to pack out. It depends on. So the that's brain. gonna that's gonna be a big difference. That's gonna be the game changer, I think. Is the three the third man? We're gonna load him up good because he's
4: Could young. Could be one trip,
3: <laughs> you know, one trip out. One trip out, I hope.
2: Awesome.
4: I hope.
3: Yeah, I hope. Me so. and Dave was talking about that. But uh, yeah, ready. so okay, so that's that's for the elk trip. Uh, whitetail this year. Um, there's there's a part of me that's like, you know, let's try to do better than last year, you know. But realistically speaking, you don't come across a booner every year. No. You know, I mean that's that's a very rare thing. Would I like to do that? Yes, absolutely. I can't wait to check my cams, see if I got one on on film.
1: That would be sweet. Um, let me ask, let me throw some numbers at you. Yeah. you shooting a Pope and Young uh, November 5th. 125, 8 point comes mm-hmm. in. Uh, I don't think I'm below 130, 140. Is you know, uh, it 10 or 8? Because that is a totally different frame. Yeah,
3: I mean, if I, if I get
4: a killer 8, Like five and and a half, six
1: inch base, he's one twenty five
4: as an eight. Would you shoot him November eight? Absolutely. Um
3: Yeah, because, because I want to get it on film this year. I, okay. got, I got that painted arrow. Yep. Uh, I think that's going to allow the camera and bow to be in my hand at the same exact time. I got the cell phone attachment. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big deal this year. I have to get it to kill on film because last year is just like, I left that thing in the truck. And it was because I got burnt. I burnt myself out on these hot days. I was out there in the 80-degree weather, all-day hunts, burnt myself out. This year is, is not going to be that. If I'm... If I'm sweating in the tree, I'm gonna get down,
1: scout around a little bit, pick another tree, get back up. Okay, Stay um, do you have a sliding bar scale? Like 120 inch eight point, November 28th, about to be gun season.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't like hunting much after gun season with a okay. bow. Uh, I will try to take, uh, my standards will come down the closer it gets to gun season.
1: Um, wide buck, big brows, do you have a trigger point? Like if something walks in and he's on the cleaner line but he's got yeah. X. I like those heavy dark chocolate racks. Dark, dark chocolate that's racks. My, that's
3: my weak spot. Okay.
2: you yeah. uh, obviously you're going out west has like uh, your preparation for whitetail change at all.
3: Man, you know I've actually had, I haven't really focused on the whitetail this this summer. Yeah, that's how we both. At know. all, uh, it's been a hundred percent like learning how to bugle, learning how to elk call. You know, I'm I'm good with the diaphragm, but it's I'm telling you, it's a different beast learning how to elk call with okay. a diaphragm yeah. in your mouth. It's taken me. Three, four weeks. And you're a good turkey call too. You've turkey yeah, I actually do have the oak calls uh, down. Uh, but there's, like, moments where, like, I'll hit it wrong and I'm not confident in it. It's almost like your stick bow. Like, I could hit it one morning and it would sound great. Then the next morning, what, <laughs> what was that? You <laughs> yeah. know, it's like, yeah. so I just, knowing that I put that thing in my mouth and it hits dead every time, I don't have that yet, so... Uh, I did get an external call that I'm, I'm solid on 100%. But, yeah, dude, just uh, focus on elk, making sure I got all the gear that's needed. You know, we, we got first aid kits we have to prep. Our it's da- a lot. Our daily snacks, you know, uh, are we going to be warm? Are we going to be is sweating our asses off? Do I got rain gear? Is it going to rain? I don't know. You know, it's just what elevation are we going to be at? How do I have to train for this? You can't prepare for yep. everything, you know, so, and, but yep. but um, since I have a, I know how to hunt deer, they're always going to be here, mm-hmm. it's like riding a bike, so focus is on elk right now until I get back.
1: Yeah, it's not a bad play, That's not a bad play, and that is the plus minus game of having a Western trip, yep. at least you got an um, excuse for not being fair, yeah, so, <laughs> you've been li- no, 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 you've limited the diamond, your I kid- still can push it out, no, 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 but your kids are peak activity, <laughs> yeah, they are. So, like, dude, like, I got this, like, window gap right now when my kids are, yeah. like, four years older. I'm going to be like, dude, yeah. I'm, I'm coaching fucking fall soccer.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's, that's where I'm at. That's going to that's gonna yeah. happen. Daughter played rep softball this year. She wants to play travel softball next yep. year. So, uh, it, it Kiss started. your turkey season goodbye. Yeah, I, I'm not that much of a turkey hunter. Yeah, oh, but yeah, well. yeah, But you know what I'm saying? like <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, exactly.
3: Point of life. Kiss your season goodbye. There you go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I yep. almost don't want to. I, I almost want to take people with me turkey hunting now instead of hunting by myself because I get more out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like just being the caller, mm-hmm, I right. like that more.
2: I was about to have you call for me.
3: 100%. I, I want to call the turkey in for people rather than shoot it because yeah. I, I don't even. Uh, turkey meat has a, a certain thing in it that gives me migraines. Uh, really? Yeah. Um, I forget what it's called, but it, it, it has a. Certain enzyme in there, and I, I suffer from chronic migraines, and it's been related to every time I eat turkey meat, even even turkey lunch even meat, even turkey lunch meat, turkey breast, yeah, turkey anything. Oh, that's uh, the thing, uh, like horrible. Yeah, so I, I give all my turkey meat to Austin. He eats it. Oh, just fine. It, it he was. He's like, you know, yeah. I won't I won't let it go to waste. You know, I always give it to somebody. But it's like just just killing one, and just uh, it's fun. But I love calling them in for people, man. Okay. You know, and I'm hoping I get that same high for elk hunting. Cause I think it's just gonna be like, you know, you're calling in a turkey, but it's 600, 800 pounds, you know, yeah. which is going to be awesome. I can't oh, I'm you will. Yeah. I'm so pumped, man.
1: Nice. Uh, are you going to shoot a doe, uh, any, any harvester around deer you know, or deer? I, or? Uh, never really, never, you don't really shoot does, do you? never really
3: big into killing does. Uh, I guess if I, you know, because we're a hunt, we're lucky to see many deer, you mm-hmm. know, so I almost feel like I'm hurting the population if I kill doe. You know, like, there might be one or two does in the area. If I kill those two does, what what are the bucks going to chase in November? What am I going to look forward to? I look forward to that single doe coming running through with the three bucks behind her, you know? I I look forward to that. If I don't have that, what what do I got to look forward to, you know? So, yep, that's it. How about you, Byron? What's your goals? Yes. Ooh,
1: goals. Um, I'm I'm supposed to go on this September hunt, um, barring... I don't know. My kids could act up or get like the plague or something. Like I might not, you know, then I don't go because I only got like a two day window.
2: Are you for sure going?
1: I'd like to. Like it's, it's 80, 90%. It's
2: on my son's w- birthday weekend. Yeah. Count me out. <laughs>
1: wife has cleared it. Uh, oh, there you go. So, but, for sure. but, but like, dude, Wednesday, the kids could have the plague and I, oh, yeah. I got a mail. um What's it that time of year? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as like, I, dude, I got to shoot a doe minimum this year um, just because, like, freezers are empty. I elected to pass a lot of does. Well, you got to throw some pizza in there, right? <laughs> no, I, not right oh, now. Man. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I at minimum, I'd I really like to shoot a deer with a stick. Um, gonna give greatness a chance. Like the, the, the 9 out of 10 would be, like, fucking October 22nd, cold front, shoot a nice buck on a scrape at, like, 12 yards with the stick like that would be the ideal and then you know i could yeah. kind of kick back really uh i mean i could hunt out of state then if i wanted to
2: hunt some additional runt hunts um on this early season hunt you're going on you 100 stick or you may pick up the compound No, no, no. 100% 100 day. stick. Like, it's not even like yeah.
1: like I'll, i'm gonna take the compound in case i like break the limb of that stick back yeah, yeah. the door like, but second
2: day, you're gonna still stick
1: boat. Oh, stick boat. Unless I've seen a booner run across the road. Yeah. Like, no, I'm taking a step. Um, that's, that, yeah. That, you still
2: that. got two cameras in that place. Oh, I, did, I got like four. Yeah. I got
3: so wounded, I
4: couldn't pull them. Yeah. Dave.
2: You opened the door and fell out of the truck. I was oh, like, oh he is hammer
1: drying. It's <laughs> a story for another day, but yeah. Uh, we, I went to retrieve cameras, and the day before, Dave Ebright, March Madness.
2: Yeah, it was a good time. Fireball.
1: Oh, fireball. Oh, fireball. David's
3: sneaky with those damn fireballs.
2: Oh, Danny. he loves Oh, yeah, hit the he, slide you want. Just bring it.
3: Put it in yeah. my back pocket. I find yeah. it when I get home to take my pants off. It's like, <laughs> come on, dude.
1: But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, that trip, I'll shoot any deer. Any deer comes into stick bow range. I'm, I'm yep. slanging there. Uh, it'd be ideal to, obviously, shoot the buck in greatness with the stick. But, but even if that don't happen, I'm picking yeah. up the compound November 1. Um, I'd like to kill, like, a solid buck here. Uh, let's just call it Pope and Young, 8-point, or, like, mid-30s, 10, whatever. Um, public, private, don't matter. Maybe my small piece has a couple nice bucks. Yeah. Um, I got that G3 buck I've had history with. Mm-hmm. Fucking got his match set behind me. Like Speaking for a day since he ain't here, because
2: I know yeah. he would ask you, you've killed four 120, you know, Pope and Young bucks. Would you? Are you going to pass a 130 this year or shoot it?
1: No, shooting it because I didn't kill last year. Yeah, that's my thing. Is like last year I kind of pushed the envelope maybe on class where where, where I was I was kind of chasing a little higher, but it just uh, it didn't align. Like so, I I want to kill something this year. I'm sorry, I just yeah. I want to kill something. Yeah. Um, and then next year go full stick bow or or maybe a higher class or whatever. Like, but yeah. no, I, yeah, I want to fucking kill a buck this year. Um, Dude, solid. So yeah, if I kill a buck with the, any sort of archery equipment, great. I have thought about taking the 1911 for like gun season and trying to shoot a dead with like 15 yards with a handgun. Uh, uh, how far I, from
0: the how, how far from the truck are you shooting the doe? I need to learn this. No.
4: Oh, okay. Not uh, <laughs> a mile back. Yeah. With the
1: stick. With the stick, it's open. It, it's a little more open. It depends how big the hills are. Uh, oh. I almost think
2: any day with a stick, I might just let it rip. Class of buck with a stick bow or compound, it, it's different. You know, it's, it's probably different, like right? a ten inch difference, yeah. but it's
1: not. I don't want to walk up on like a spindly ish. Like he's got to trip the trigger. Yeah. Because because that's the thing. I can just put the stick on. The, I, I if it's October twelfth. I was gonna say October seventeenth. October twelfth
2: runs a hundred inch runs by.
1: Assuming he's not twenty inches wide, like I'll probably pass him. Yeah. Like, that's not... Well, like, yeah, one twenty five 125 8-point that's a little heavier, a little wider comes in, and it's, like, October 25th, I probably will kill him. Yeah. But, yeah, like, 115-inch spindlier, average 8-10-point with medium-ish brows. Like, I'll pass that here.
2: Yeah. Definitely at, at, you know, yardage. Yardage are different. You know, if it's at 10 yards, you for sure shooting a 115, 100-inch. 100 no, stigma. no, no.
1: I probably won't shoot him. Yeah. Uh, he's got to trip the trigger. Just because he's Close. 10 yards, don't matter. Because yeah. uh, I can shoot a doe at 10 yards. Yeah. And and still get the rush. But yeah, like, and and then early season here, I'm, I'm velvet hunting potentially. Like, a four-pointer doesn't trip the trigger. But a belt, but like a rack buck? Oh, for sure. Like, a rack buck gets the trigger going. Like, he could be 80 inches. If he's like a four-by-four, four, he's dying. And velvet, yeah. That's... Yeah, because I am gonna never kill a velvet oh, buck. Oh, yeah. 100%. So yeah yep that's kind of where I'm at like I said too like I have I've been shooting a handgun a little bit this summer uh, a touch more like it'd be fucking sweet to shoot a doe with a hand yeah mm. and that 1911 like I love 1911s. like I've had a crush on them since like fucking Saving Private Ryan came out yep. yeah yeah Tank killers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Tom
4: Hanks on the bridge. Yeah, cool. yeah.
2: Years ago, man had that. Uh, he had a Smith and Wesson uh, 626, I believe, or 629, all chrome, like six and a half inch barrel, long, dirty, hairy gun.
1: Like a 357 yeah. or 44. No, that was a 44
2: mag, no. big big silver scope on it, the match, But uh, we never did get to hunt with it. But it was gonna be sweet to shoot one with that.
1: Yeah. So the guys that introduced me to hunting back in the day, they had a 44 mag, Smith Wesson, and Wesson, and then he had the 500 that yeah. came out yeah 500 and big guns both of them had killed some deer not killed any like giant bucks but they would like they wanted to shoot deer with some handguns they were oh, a little bit cool. more gun guys and so they they would occasionally take their big fucking 44 mag with a 4x scope on the top yeah. and uh Tim killed one with a handgun I don't think Gary ever did I think I think he missed a few
2: but you talk, uh, are you talking Gary uh, the dude from Apache
1: no, no, different Gary. Okay. Different Gary. Um, but you think about shooting a, a deer with a hand, or I, I was thinking about this. There's probably less people that have killed a big buck with a handgun than oh. any other weapon. Yeah. Because yeah, you got a very sorry. short season. Yep. And now you got a very restricted weapon. Yep. Yeah, I would think even more, you know, traditional hunters have killed bigger bucks because they had got a longer season. Yeah. What's your... Um, is there a magazine capacity on the
3: handguns? Yeah, that's or another question. Ah,
0: it's not a magazine. You can yeah, I was just wondering loaded. that. You just just like <laughs> oh, just okay. like straight-roll straight But, but do
3: you have to have, like, a, a plug in your... No, there's no plug. Restriction. Restriction. But I can only load oh, You three. can only load three. I was God damn. wondering about that. Was you going to
2: be dumping a magazine Oh, yeah, the straight With the straight
0: old rifles in Ohio, they did away with plug restrictions, but you can only load three. Okay, yeah. that's so the same like shotgun, right? Yeah, yeah so you can only have yeah, three. You don't three. have to have a plug. in. I've been breaking like number two pencils for years. I still have a plug in mine. Yeah, I think it's just, just, mine. I mean, I'd rather be safe than sorry. Yeah, yeah. but I still have a plug oh, yeah. in my shotgun. But yeah, you can only load three. I don't follow
3: gun laws because I don't hunt with a gun. And that's that was me.
0: I did. I mean, for years, I mean, for years, that's how I started hunting. I hunted with guns growing up. I mean, I hunted during gun season. That was it, basically. Then I got into archery and. That was all uh, I with.
3: My quiver can hold six.
0: There you go.
3: <laughs> my quiver. <laughs> there you go. You got, you got a six arrow quiver? Yeah. All right. I think yeah. I got a four yeah. on both of them. I got that red line of, uh, what is, what'd you call it? The red line? Uh, uh, RL1. RL1, I think. it's yeah. RL1. I it's, like it. That's dude, nice. it's nice. It fits tight on the bow.
2: That's an yeah. RL2 right Good there. That's the RL2 because
1: it holds a little more and it's got two points of contact. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'm stick.
2: a I'm a kind of a one point of contact guy. Really, really. I like to be fast draw McGraw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you I gonna, got? Look i got a tight I'm kind spot of a.
4: That's got one and yeah, a fallout. Hey, I'm not I, a fan. I, I had I, a tight spot. spot and sold it before yeah. Literally bought about, it for like 150 dollars. I got
1: like oh, very expensive.
0: I, I got cheap Apex gear or some shit like that. I had a nice quiver and it broke.
2: That's what I uh, the one I had was a. I don't know fifty to eighty dollar octane, which is made by Botech, Quiver. It's got uh, magnetic or magnets up in the head, and it's a one uh, one finger quiver. But it's it's held my. I lost one arrow out of the eight years I've used it. Yeah, I think my. But now I'm running the the RL three. I like it a lot. I had
0: a nice, I think, a
2: boning quiver. It, yeah. The
0: the piece that slides into the, I guess the. The the holder yes. snapped off and it would not attach my bow anymore. So when you tree stand hunt, do you keep the quiver
2: on or off? Oh, I take it off. Off,
4: off.
2: We'll see. I always run the the bow holder on the tree stand itself, so I have to take it off. Oh, uh, okay. What do you, you well, here guys, lately? Uh, I've had the last does couple does years. Does anybody
3: like me write anything on your fletchings, like any meaningful? Now the day Thanks. when I had my first
2: kid, Jackson, yeah. I wrote. Maybe the day he was born or something on maybe yeah, his initials. That's cool. That's I, I literally killed. and I think we all have have killed the years that we've had kids.
3: Yeah, that's cool. Oh
2: I shit! You didn't kill last year? No. Every I didn't kill last year. You but broke my, the
1: curse. My, I broke the curse, but but the year I had Joker. my first
0: boy, yeah, I killed yeah. every every year I've had a kid, I've
3: killed. Yeah. One. So you killed. I always think of something meaningful when I write it on my arrows. Yeah. Every time. The only yeah, thing I write so
0: special. I haven't. I didn't do it last year. Is. As I'm shooting throughout the summer, and I haven't shot it all this summer, but <laughs> as I'm shooting, I'll notice what arrows flying best, and I'll just I'll put a one on that. Yeah, yeah. way okay. yeah, yeah, okay. I know. I know that. that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Martin, a lot of, a lot of guys meant, in yeah. like
3: World War Two and World War One and stuff, they used to write you know their family members' names and stuff on the yeah. bombs, yeah. and that was like a up your ass kind of thing in the, in the war. When I'm you gonna have, have to, to do, do that, that. I dude. That's what I, I like doing. It, man. It's, it's special. Yeah, it's a little thing. I didn't do it last year. I'm gonna
2: do, I'll do it this year. Yeah, give it a shot, man. Tomorrow I'm gonna do. Yeah, write, it, write my, my name,
3: name on the
2: arrow. arrow. I will.
1: Arrow. <laughs> so, so I I take my uh, I take my quiver off when when I bow hunt most of the time because like there's times where you got like other trees and you need that extra like two three mm-hmm. inches to like swing that bow yeah. in there. Yep. So it, I, I like a quiver that's got like a hook or something built into the top. And then I put a gear tie on my bag and I generally just attach it like with the gear tie so I don't have to screw something else in the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But I, I like
2: that so. a lot. Yeah, all them uh, red line clippers have a hook attachment, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, Hang, hanging on something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, boys, I think this was a solid two, two podcast. Yeah. It was a good day shooting. We have yeah. not all got together in It's BS. 25
3: minutes short one turned into a long yeah, one. I, I think we're a little, we're a little over
1: 25. Right ah, it is what it is. That'll be all right. <laughs> Man, soccer, soccer, right, soccer, right, the on right on time. A garage cast. I'm going to drink a couple beers. And what are you drinking? I uh, had a couple Miller Lights after no this. No garage beers? No, I did have one earlier. I took one. What do you think of the garage beer? It's good. It's a little different. Yeah. It's a little heavier uh, flavor, I feel like, yeah. than the Miller. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I like it a lot, though. Yeah. Well, that's good. All right. All right, Team Harden Bucks. We are out. What are you drinking, Rick?